Gentani, and welcome back to another Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute. My name is Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. And together we are the Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute Brothers. Brothers. But today we are joined by, this is unprecedented. I can't believe you got Joey Zaza as a guest <laughs> speaker today. How much did it cost us? A lot of money. A lot of money in that uh, guest speakers. No, this is not Joey Zaza. This is, um, I guess, uh, your nephew. That's right. Wait, uh, wait, are you, wait, are you trying to tell me that Joey Zaza is my nephew? Yeah. Whoa, so it's like, small world. Uh, Our nephew is joining us today. This is Max Jacobs. Max, welcome to uh, Godfather Minute. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks, Alex and Andy. This you're is- our first official guest on a regular minute. Wow. I yeah, feel honored. So. <laughs> because you were, we were about to record, and you're like, please let me come on. Please <laughs> let me come on. I have I so begging. much insights to say. Yeah. We, for our listeners, we made him go get us some sandwiches and, and walk around the parking lot doing his job before we let him to come <laughs> and uh, come in and be on the podcast. Uh, well, we want to, we will want to ask you about your Godfather experiences and, and so on. But let me set up the rest of the, the remind people what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about minute one hundred seven, minute one hundred and seven. That's right. Alex and Max, repeat after me: a minuto, a minuto, cento. Cento sete. sete, cento sete, cento sete. You got it. You got it. No, no, you don't have to repeat everything I say. Oh, that's, <laughs> I thought I was finally picking it up. You know, Alex, I have to say that with someone else saying along with you, I feel yeah. like you got it more quickly. Usually mm-hmm. you're, you kind of argue with me and you mispronounce <laughs> it, but now that you got a little peer pressure the going. The pressure's on, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just don't want to fight in front of company. Sure. You know how it is. When, uh, so uh, anyway, so minute 107. Um, we're still in Sicily, at that's, least for now. That's right. Um Mikey and Apollonia are on one of their one of their famous dates. They're walking around Sicily, and uh, they're followed by a gaggle of local women mm-hmm. who are uh, following respectfully behind a certain mm-hmm. distance behind. Yeah. Um, and then after that, the bodyguards, of course, Kahlo and Fabrizio. Mm-hmm. And um, meanwhile, back in New York, uh, Sonny has just finished. Um, What's a polite euphemism? Um, grabbing the gabagool. They playing <laughs> grabbing the gabagool with that with that girl there. Yeah. Oh, mate. No. What is uh, Don Corleone called? Uh, making. What is that? All that l- laughter Com- with the comedy. All that comedy with your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. It was a, way back, he he he, he disses Santino for doing yeah, that for being a horn dog. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So him and fin- him and Lucy finished doing their business. And then um, Sonny goes and says he has to go pick up his sister. Mm-hmm. It's a nice transition from 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 boning <laughs> to talking oh. to having to go pick up your sister. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by the way, by the way, Lucy, you just reminded me. I got to go pick up my sister. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so where should we start? Yeah. Well, I guess the first thing is we see them on their date, mm-hmm. and we see uh, Apollonia kind of like stumbles a little bit. Yeah, and. Um, it's very nice of Michael to uh, lend a helping hand to balance her. Well, one thing I read, uh, this is more your territory than mine, 
Oh, so I won't. No, I go won't. ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> it's the one great note I have for this episode. No, 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 okay. no. God, you're, this is your territory. Well, to give Max a little bit of background, we knew from the very beginning that the, the scenes in Sicily would be really sparse because they're just a slower pace. So we're using a lot from the book and all. Um, okay. So I'm really leaning on the book. And Alex is about to steal probably the most significant note from the book. You sure, Alex? I feel bad now. I was going to steal. No, you were going to bring it up. Stuff. I got okay. other stuff. The book is your, is your turn. So, uh, Max, I don't know if you know about this, but we compare the book to the movie. Okay. Have you ever heard our music comparing the book to the movie? No. Okay, let's play it. Alex, roll it. Check this out. One, two, three, four. The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. Yeah. So on page 340, Puzo writes... Apollonia stumbled and fell against him so that he had to hold her, and her body, so warm and alive in his hands, started a deep wave of blood rising in his body. Whoa. That's it. That's what you wanted to share, right, Alex? Yeah, I thought that was pretty erotic. (laughs) No, there's more. There's more. (laughs) Uh, They could not see the mother behind them smiling because her daughter was a mountain goat and had not stumbled on this path since she was an infant in diapers. Mm. And smiling because this was the only way this young man was going to get his hands on her daughter until the marriage. Mm. <laughs> so it was, I, it's kind of funny. It's a small thing, but just watching the movie over and over and not reading the book, I never would have guessed that. Did anyone, right. no. I don't, you guess that she did it deliberately? No. I, did the, I figured those Sicilian girls all must have like, like ankles must get, cause that's the only way they can ever like, go with the guys just by accidentally bumping into them while they're yeah. walking down the road so uh, yeah. clever and i always wonder stuff like that if it's scripted in or if she just fell and or kind of stumbled while they were shooting and they were like yeah. oh hey that's a nice mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. we do sometimes talk about those sort of uh, impromptu and uh maybe accidents that happen and there are a few that happen in the, in the uh throughout yeah. the movie right yeah any movie you could, you, a certain degree of luck in it yeah and catch some some good scenes it makes me wonder if she did that deliberately and puzzo wrote that they all knew that was the only way he was going to be able to touch her until the marriage i wonder what other things she did to give michael that opportunity did she just pretend to always trip and fall he's, did he's, she keep doing that before <laughs> you think she's like super clumsy he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. i don't know what this chick she's uh. That's the irony. He ends up calling off the marriage because she's so clumsy. She's like, no, no, I pretend for you, Michael. I pretend. So have either of you ever played any of those games in your uh, dating years? I know it's probably not as common for a guy to do it. This is a this is a move I came up with. You guys feel free to guys or gals. I think with guys more typically do it is that um, if I'm in a movie with a girl and I want to put my arm around her, I'll pretend to yawn and stretch. Oh, <laughs> and then I'll put my heart my when I put my hand down instead of putting it back into my lap, I will put my hand over her shoulders. <laughs> so that's that smooth. It might be the oldest trick in the book. Really? Oh yeah. Huh. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I never classic. The fake yawn. What are some <laughs> yeah. of the other tricks they have? Uh, you know, I go through a, a story where I'm talking about fishing. Yeah. And I'm saying, yeah, you know, I went fishing last week and I guess this won't work as well over a podcast, but I kind of 
you know, simulate the sizes of the fish that I caught. So it's, oh, at first I caught a fish that was about this big. You're holding your hands about a foot, oh, hands about a foot away apart. From yeah, and then I say, oh, and then two hours later I caught a fish about this big, holding my feet or hands a little bit further apart. And then later in the afternoon, I caught a fish this big, and you reach your hand way on out oh, over her shoulder. You're by, by then, since you have to have your hands far apart anyway, you might yeah. as well. What kind of fish yeah. was it? <laughs> it was a sad excuse for fish. Yeah. You know, Max hates say delays are all saying it was a tadpole. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, it's funny you should say that because Sonny's wife earlier in the movie. That's right. Does that, but it's sort of reverse. She's holding her hands apart for a different reason when mm. she's talking to her girlfriend. She ain't talking about no fish. Yeah. <laughs> different kind of fish. Holy mackerel. <laughs> well, Max, you are considerably younger than me and Alex. Are there any other like, dating kind of game? And we were just talking about this last uh, minute, but Alex and I are old fogies now. Are there any? Remember we did the rule of eights where you got to wait eight days before you text a girl back? Yeah. Are there any? Like, what he, are the, the modern he, day dating strategies? He claimed last week that the modern rules of etiquette say that if you want to date with a woman, you are not to text her for eight days. Oh, that sounds heard. like a long time. That's a long time. Really? Yeah. A long time. Doesn't that create desire and, and more uh, passion because she's waiting and, 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 then, and then she gets put in a position where she's feeling like, oh, he's not calling me. And then when you, anyway, no. Yeah. yeah I mean, that sounds right, but <laughs> I feel like you have to be really cool to be able to play it that cool. Mm. And even if I have that plan of eight days... No, I'm normally next day. Next day? Yeah. That's not too eager? I don't know, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But we're also in this place where you have to, we're always kind of constantly communicating. So maybe Mm -hmm. back in the day when you guys were dating, it's like, whoa, maybe Andy didn't have a nickel to pick up the payphone to call me. (laughs) But... Mabel was on her lunch break down at the right. phone office, so we couldn't make any calls. Operator thirty seven twenty, and he's calling for a date. Please hold. <laughs> Nickel. <laughs> I I hate to say it. I think I remember when calls cost a nickel. No, I, I remember they, when they called when they cost a dime. I, was saying, I think they've been a dime. For, oh, I, really? They were a dime for a long time yeah. before they finally uh, updated it. You know what? You should you should uh, send a letter <laughs> to. Uh, there like I'm like I witnessed the Wright Brothers flight. Yeah. Like, wow. Can I have your autograph? Time for it. <laughs> I think you should uh, write a letter to that, to your search magazine subscription, Olden Days. Mm-hmm. Good old times. Yeah, Good old ask days. them how long ago it come. Well, you know true. what? We'll, we'll find, ask, ask we'll, we'll answer. answer. When was the last time a public phone call cost five cents? Right. Okay. We'll hmm. write that down. Any other strategies for oh, yeah, dating? Get, yeah. That gets, Alex needs to know about? Oh, I mean, the communication part is just uh, endlessly confusing. Because yeah. now there's the whole social media, and there's different mm-hmm. different profiles. You know, there's Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And wait a minute, let me just write this down. Instagram. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, and so there's, I, I think, a bit of a game of you know, when did he request me on Facebook? When did he request mm-hmm. me on Instagram? Oh, you wow. know? right. Did he? look at my Instagram and then like a photo from two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Kind of a subtle sign like, mm-hmm. oh, I've been checking out your profile. 
It's, it's endless. One thing I like to do is look at a profile from like three, and then I look, I like a picture from like three years oh. ago, so they know I'm doing a deep dive, oh. digging through their, digging through their old, <laughs> old stuff. That's old. <laughs> well, that's going to make them really insecure. Because then they're also thinking, oh, he likes me wait, how I looked three years ago. And no one looks as good as they did three At years ago. At one time, you're telling me to wait eight days to call her so that it keeps her chomping the vid. Now, now, now I'm doing this, and you're like, well, that might make her feel insecure. Which way am I going? No, am I on, waiting eight or? days is, is, is standard. Waiting three years, it's, come on, that's a little make that's a little desperate. That's eight business days, right? <laughs> well, let me throw this out here since we're going in the social media direction. If... Apollonia were using social media to promote her herself and to hook a man. What platforms would she use? What would her profile picture, all her interests, what, what would she put out there? Oh boy, I don't know. A, a, a mid century Italian peasant girl? No. Who's part mountain goat? <laughs> <laughs> likes long, likes. Likes long walks on the on the mountain road. I guess we see that. Long walks up the mountain. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Probably like she'd have a low profile. You think? Yeah, I don't think she. I think she'd be one of those people who was like, "Oh man, I don't do social media." Oh, okay. Yeah. If you want to talk to me, come talk to me on Monday, Tuesday. No, <laughs> something like that. You know. If you want to come talk to me, come come see me in the field at three p.m. every yeah every four days <laughs> while I'm picking flowers with yeah. my friends. <laughs> so are, is is that whole group of people following them? Are, the, are those all family members? Some bodyguards? What's the breakdown? We there? think you don't see all of them, but what we've learned is that the whole family had to, or at least the father had to approve of them talking and getting together and so even michael said earlier that he would start to see her under the supervision of of the father's family so i'm guessing it's the wives aunts and maybe the shepherd bodyguards are there they they are there they are there yeah the scripture says that they're the the female relatives of Mm -hmm. of apollonia yeah okay well because i think there's a there's a modern social media equivalent of this um you know sometimes there's like I'll I'll post a photo with my girlfriend and then she'll have like crazy relatives coming out of the woodwork and commenting on said oh. photo. Not inappropriately, but just you can tell they're kind of the like the crazy aunt yeah. or the uh-huh. crazy uncle. Uh-huh. You know? Like, oh Samantha, you know, he looks so cute. I'm so proud uh, of you. Okay. Like so they're how weighing long have in, you been dating? Oh yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Do they ever do that thing where they where they uh, comment on something that has nothing to do with the pictures? Like, oh we just went to the beach this weekend. Hope, <laughs> hope to see you guys. Something like that. Yeah, or like looking to start a conversation. Yeah, like, exactly. how's your Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not really how this is used, but I, oh, I, I think you're so right. That really is the modern equivalent. Everyone's yeah. weighing in and judging. Yeah. Hot or not. When she went home, she's like, is he hot or is he not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I think this uh, it's almost works like a joke, the the setup of this like mm-hmm. a visual joke. Because first you see Apollonia and Mikey walking. And you're like, oh, they're on their little romantic date together. Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, you see like 20. These, I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're not alone at all. It's yeah. like, it's kind of comical because you see this whole the whole ladies there, yeah. and then it then it does the best thing, which is you tell a joke and then you immediately undercut it with something sinister mm. because then you see the bodyguards, so you're reminded yeah. like, oh, it's not you know like oh first it's romantic, oh then it's comical, oh then it's like threatening. Yeah, they're the bodyguards. Excellent, neat little uh, what a great movie progression there. 
So one other question. I think I asked Alex this a couple minutes ago, but now that we have you, Max, here, which would you prefer, the modern dating environment or or this one in the movie, which is much more formal? You got to ask the father permission, a lot of supervision. Do you want the freedom to do whatever you want, date whoever you want, or do you want the... Do you want the close, almost stifling supervision of, of like meddling relatives? Which you want one? unlimited options and you really don't know what you're going to get because people put up all kinds of crazy pictures that have nothing to do with reality? Or do you want C's, what you get, guaranteed? You know, uh, this may surprise you. I'm going to take the older, stifling view on it. Whoa. Whoa, interesting. And I'll tell you why. Um, tell me why. Well, because we have 45 minutes left. That's what I'm going to tell you why. But um, what? <laughs> no, so, uh, you know, sometimes you're dating someone, you become infatuated with them, and kind of the blinders are on. Mm-hmm. And I think in modern dating, you can run on with, a, you know, dating someone, and you just don't know if they're actually a serial killer because mm-hmm. your blinders are on. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, it's a great thing about having a big, brutally honest family is that mm. they're going to cut through that. They're not blinded by love. They are mm. really vetting out this person and vetting the relationship. So I think there's, you know, there's some value to that. Um, you sound like someone good- who accidentally dated a serial killer one time. <laughs> Couple. <laughs> and, and, your <laughs> and your siblings caught it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're bulldogs. <laughs> That's a really good point, that your family acts as a filter. Yeah, and to the extreme end, not that it's the case in this movie, but an arranged marriage is the extreme of that. Like we know what's best for you. You are in no position to yeah, pick you your no mate. say in this. We all. have experience. We've been on the planet for thirty years because that's how old parents were when their kids were getting married. Probably, probably even younger. Oh yeah, probably yeah. twenties. Well, well, have you ever uh, have you ever uh, arranged marriage sound appealing to you at all? Would you will be willing to take a chance? Uh, I don't think I'm going that far, but <laughs> so um, you don't really trust your family to make those decisions. I, no, I don't think my, can you imagine the parent, the person your parents would pick out for you? <laughs> oh. I can't even imagine. Oh. Just <laughs> who? Well, who would Alex? Who would our parents have picked out for you? Oh, like like a you mean like an actual person? Yeah, I, don't an actual, say, I don't want to say any names. Well, I, I guess I was going to say someone famous, but most people famous have charisma, so you're not going to get someone. <laughs> I'm not saying that you're. <laughs> what I'm saying is you can't pick someone in real life. Like I can't say, oh yeah, Winona Ryder will be my yeah because because they're all celebrities. Yeah, I, I guess it. describe the traits that our dear mother would have picked for your mate. I guess I always think that they would pick someone just like them. Yeah, yeah. Smart, mm-hmm. uh, strong-willed, yeah. disciplined, sexy. Oh, Don't oh, forget that I one. Can't you went there. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I'm going to scrub that out. That ain't right. I, knew, right I just, knew that would stop this line of okay. questioning. <laughs> Max, your turn. Who? What were the? What were the traits? How sexy of, is your mom? Oh, how? how <laughs> So, what would the, who would your siblings and parents pick for you? What are the characteristics of your of their ideal of a mate for you? Hmm. Um. Definitely strong. As a kid, I was a bit of a hothead, mm-hmm. and so I think that reputation has kind of lingered mm-hmm. among my family. Mm-hmm. And so they'd probably pick someone who, 
you know, was equally equally as strong, physically strong, well, equally to withstand strong. your 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 rages. <laughs> <laughs> so like, a, no, now, now everyone's going to get the the wrong <laughs> impression. Like a female professional wrestler, yeah, right, someone yeah. who can hang. Yeah, like like half mountain goat, you know. That really oh. spoke to me. Which like, half? Top half or the bottom? Oh, oh, man. So bring, I'm trying to bring it back to Godfather. I swear. And so, anything else for Apollonia? No. In the scene, anything else to, to comment on? No. Do you have anything else? Do you've ever been to Sicily, Italy? Any of those? Either of those? No. 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 Never been. Never been to Europe. Huh. Yeah. Um. Oh, you. All you have to do is kill a police captain and a, a drug lord, and you, you, we'll get you a one-way ticket to Sicily. Okay, I'm already, ha- to stay I'm already halfway there, actually. So <laughs> we won't ask which one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think, Alex, Do you think he's killed a police captain or a drug dealer? Uh, knowing Max, I think he was efficient. I think he killed a drug dealing police officer. Oh. Wow, sufficient. <laughs> you do kill. You feed two birds with one scone if you do that. <laughs> I think he didn't kill anyone, but he pulled a Charles Manson and had his ex girlfriend kill a police captain mm, who was also a drug dealer because she is and it. she is a police captain drug dealer serial killer. Wow, sheesh, that's hard this to is, find. That's a that's like a unicorn. That's a unicorn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. go put that on your bumbles. <laughs> Right. How many swipes will you get there? <laughs> Bumbles out of it. <laughs> you just tied it all together pretty yeah, nicely. Yeah. Uh, so should we do return to New York? Yeah, let me check. I might have some more stuff from the movie. Um, for the, I'm sorry, from the book. For, uh, a couple more. Puzo writes, page 340. Um, this, so they're still walking. Actually, they, they're, they're done walking. This went on for two weeks. She was <laughs> no, stumbling around for two no, weeks. No, no, no. Sort of the courtship. <laughs> Uh, Michael brought her presents every time he came, and he, gr- and gradually she became less shy. But they could never meet without a chaperone being present. She was just a village girl, barely literate, with no idea of the world. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, and because the girl was not only fascinated by him, but knew he must be rich, a wedding date was set for the Sunday two weeks away. So in the movie, you don't really get a sense of the timeline, but yeah. it's... Pretty much two weeks from their first date. Well, uh, I thought that they said they dated for two weeks, and, and then, then it was two weeks. weeks that's right. Weeks. So, so it's so about a month. month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. They Sorry, don't. I got that wrong. It's a month and not not two weeks. <laughs> well, it's fair. It's <laughs> twice as long. That's true. Yeah, yeah. In those early days, things change fast. Yeah. Well, uh, but still a month. Yeah. Uh, we have an uncle and an aunt uh, who got married after they knew each other for I think like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. And they were together for like 50 years or something. So just yeah. goes to show you. Yeah. Never know. No, you never know. It's true. Page 340, Puzo also writes, this is getting a little bit into stuff you just don't see in the movie. So I'm going to go into it now. Mm-hmm. Now, don't. It's really different than the movie. Yeah, it is. I'm reading from an entirely different book, by the way. <laughs> War and Peace. Is it the Sicilian? <laughs> now, Don Tomasino took a hand. He had received word from America that Michael was not subject to orders, but that all elementary precautions should be taken. So Don Tomasino appointed himself the parent of the bridegroom to ensure the presence of his own bodyguards. Carlo and Fabrizio were also members of the wedding party from Corleone, uh, as was Dr. Taza. So I, I know we don't really get to the wedding day for a while, yeah. uh, but... I know we talked about Don Tomasino's role, and originally he was against the marriage, but now it seems like 
he got permission from America. This is happening. So he took, he, I guess he's in place of Don Corleone for the wedding. He's right. a proxy. Yeah. He's a proxy. Um, there's a question I was going to ask about that. About the wedding party? Don Tomasino? Oh, yeah. Having your bodyguards in your, in your, how badass is that? That you have bodyguards in your uh, bridal party? Yeah. Yeah. It says a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I regret not having bodyguards. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after the, after the assassination attempt at all my wedding. But. <laughs> so wait, would you, are you saying you wish you had hired bodyguards for your wedding? Yes. That's, that's a really funny gag to play, like going to a reunion. There's nothing funny about that. Well, not, maybe, not that, maybe not your wedding, but if you were going to hang out, if you were going to a party, and maybe if you haven't seen people in a while, so they didn't know what to expect from you, and you hired a guy or two to be with you, and, and you're really subtle, you didn't... You waited for people to ask, and you just said, "Oh, these are my bodyguards. They're, yeah, they're just here to you know, don't, don't worry about them." You kept it real, <laughs> and you didn't explain why. <laughs> it's a really funny gag. Well, if, yeah. so if you were at a party and that happened, would you be scared to hang out with the person since they're? I don't know. I would, like they could be, you know. I would just be wondering a lot about mm-hmm. it. I would ask the person. I think. I, I, I think one of us should try that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, why don't one of us, uh, you're probably the most likely to get married out of all of us. Uh, so why don't you get married? We'll be your bodyguards. Oh, okay. But they might recognize, the people at the wedding might recognize us. How are they going to recognize oh, yeah. me? I yeah. never met this guy until, until today. What would we wear as bodyguards? I don't know him. Uh, <laughs> I would wear um, probably like a suit, with a the three-piece suit with a vest on, maybe mm-hmm. like a fedora kind of hat. Oh, oh, old school. Fedora, yeah. Oh yeah, well, kind of old school, a gangster sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Okay, I'd put my I have my um, machine gun in a violin case. <laughs> people would know. People would know I was serious. <laughs> would you have written on the violin case a gangster for hire dot com? Yes, might as well market it, right? Yeah, might as well. So that's all I have for the Apollonia section. Should we get to uh, Santino? Well, we will say farewell to Sicily for now and return back across the ocean to the Big Apple, where uh, Santino is laying some serious pipe. <laughs> is that the one? Is it pipe or is it cable? <laughs> I think it's pipe. Cable is pooping, right? Oh, <laughs> is is it? it? If you're laying know. cable, is that what it's You don't want to mix these up. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? You cut we'll ask. We'll, we'll answer. answer. That means in the bonus content, we'll between now and the bonus content, we'll research it and find out. Well, I just realized. I think it's really funny that the the scenes, the transition between these two scenes in this minute, we see Michael under heavy in a romantic relationship mm-hmm. under heavy supervision. The most he's going to get is putting an arm around her, and it yeah. cuts right to Sonny, who's in his apartment and. Sort of the other the also extreme. Heavily, also heavily guarded. Yeah. Under, <laughs> under similar supervision, yeah. but for different reasons. Yeah. It really yeah. highlights their different characters, I guess, their personalities. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mikey has this romantic, you know, swelling violins and stuff. Then it cuts mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, cuts to Sonny mm-hmm. mopping himself up. <laughs> <laughs> so you have anything about that? I've got some stuff from the book, but... Uh, well, Go for uh, it. I was going to talk about the you see like some of the bodyguards outside and um, mm. at first I said they were they were um, throwing craps you know on the mm. sidewalk there mm. but the script that says that they're um, pitching pennies 
Hmm. Which What's have, that? have you guys ever pitched pennies? No, no. It. Uh, I was reading about it on the Wikipedia, and it reminds me kind of like of baseball. What we used to flip baseball cards. Mm-hmm. Basically, you'd flip. You'd, you'd, uh, when you pitch pennies, you try to throw the penny, and whoever lands closest to oh, the wall uh-huh. wins. All, wins like the pot. Oh, so, so either two people or several people will all pitch one penny. And yeah, yeah. Close. And then, oh, that's yeah. fun. And this is back when you could make a phone call for five cents. So, so yeah, that's true. Pennies <laughs> were not. You know, there was nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. Huh. So, we should start yeah. a, p- a penny pitching league. Penny pitching. I wonder if there's a uh, an affinity group for that nowadays. There's a, aren't there get-togethers for everything? Yeah. Now that I the internet so. exists. Yeah. So a group meetup. We'll have to find old the, school uh, games. We'll have to find the weirdo in Portland who does. Oh, there must be someone in Portland who's like, oh, I pitch pennies. It's the game of the 1900s. <laughs> you know, yeah. the big mutton chop sideburns <laughs> and he rides away on his uh, velocipede. <laughs> That's one of those big If any city had had a pitching pennies group, mm-hmm. but do you really think there's one, one dude who that's what he does, or is it uh, an, an amalgam of all old school games? Like one day of the month, they'll pitch pennies, another one they'll do a uh, big hoop, hoop, with a stick. hoop on a stick, another one they do hide the penny, mm-hmm. like our mother did. A penny themed yeah. games. Um, I think uh, I think the, the guy's an expert at it. He f- specializes in pinching, in pinching mm-hmm. pens. When he comes in, everyone's like, oh, 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 it's the Penny King. It's the mm-hmm. Penny King. <laughs> and so on. Um, that's all I have for the, um, for the sunny section. Okay, I've got a couple things from the book. So this is an example. Of, now I've gone 100 pages back in the book because this was covered earlier in the book, mm. even though chronologically the movie is accurate. Mm-hmm. Okay, Page 239, Puzo writes, Sonny Corleone had left the protection of the mall and spent the night with Lucy Mancini in town. Now on the way home, he was traveling with four bodyguards. Uh, Two in front, two behind. He didn't need guards right beside him because he could take care of a single direct assault. Wait, so when he says he has four bodyguards, two in the front and two in the behind, does that mean he's squeezed in the back with two people? Oh, you know, I, I assume that was when they were driving. That's what I mean. Like, so is it the driver? No, no, meaning in different cars. Oh, so they were, there were four bodyguards were like tailing them. They yeah. Were all the you car. thought they were all in the back seat together? Well, yeah, yeah, I thought they were all, you know, like bodyguards. Oh, four in the front and four in no, the No, no, I thought it was two in the front oh. and then three of them in the back. And I was like, that seems like, if I was a mob boss, I wouldn't like, want to be It's sick. like a clown car of yeah, bodyguards. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, so I assume it's when driving because later when Sonny gets killed... Sorry if we spoiled that Ruined for you. It. Yeah. Uh, Sonny gets into his own car and speeds off. Remember, and they all get into cars and race after him. Right. Well, it doesn't mean that happens every time. That's true, yeah. But they all have cars right. while waiting for him. When does that happen? When does Sonny get shot? That's minute 119. Boop, beep, boop, boop. Pop head jingle, you're stuck with Hagen. So Lonzo might not even be in the car, Sonny. But he's right to steal his heart. Lots of money he'll be making. A lot of money in that white car. Rosie, come home. Made a big mistake, should have kept your mouth shut. Sonny was hot for my deal. And you can't talk business with him. And Carlo made a mess, now you gotta clean it up. Where the hell is Luca? You are out of time. Tick 
tick-tock, tick-tock, we're counting down every day. What can I do? What can I do? To get the car, I've got to make it be the causeway. Sorry, 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 the causeway. Listen to me, you better listen to the men's wife. Don't forget the cannoli. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to pay the final toll with your life. Yeah, coming up fast. Alex, have you posted the poll yet? I was just today making a list of the things to post on the poll. So by the time this is up, I will have posted. Excellent. So I swear. Great. So we do a a countdown to a a scene that's coming up. And we do music and have fun with it that way. So, But we try to let the the listeners vote on what the next... What scene gets to be counted down to. Yeah. Yeah. Puto writes... Uh, the other the other men traveled in their own cars and had a part. Oh, so it is true that they some of them were in the car because the okay. next sentence is the other men. Some might not be be the cars, Sonny. <laughs> yeah. The other men traveled in their own cars and had apartments on either side of Lucy's apartment. Wow. Yeah, so they're taking this seriously. It was safe to visit her as long as he didn't do it too often. But now that he was in town, he figured he would pick up his sister Connie and take her out to Long Beach. He knew Carlo would be working at his at his book, and the cheap bastard wouldn't get her a car, so he'd give his sister a lift out. All right, that's all I got. Sort of prepping the next scene. Hmm. So, uh, so Max, what do you think? Is this pretty much what you imagine the show to be like? We thought it'd be funnier, I bet. Yeah, I thought it'd be a lot funnier. <laughs> no, no, this is good. These are some good conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the question that I have for you guys that I want to see you guys talk about is when you looking at the two scenes, um, what do you make of the actual shot composition itself? Mm-hmm. You know, like why did they choose that apartment for the sunny scene, or what? You know, is there anything to comment on the Sicilian landscape and? I have an answer, but I'm curious as what do you guys say. Hmm. Now that I know you have the answer, I'm like a lot of pressure. A answer. (laughs) Wow. I got to think about that. I usually, I don't think I'm deliberate about thinking about the shots unless it's something that just happens to stand out. Yeah. Well, Hmm. I know, I know the answer, but why don't you tell us what, why don't you tell us what you, what your, what your And then we'll tell you if you're right. (laughs) No, so our, our conversations actually lined up pretty well with the Sicilian shot, um, the scene. The first thing I noticed was that, you know, it's this very romantic scene, but then the, the mass of people walks in between the couple and the camera, mm-hmm. which if you think about it, it's like a very jarring thing. You know, you're right. focused on the distant mm-hmm. couple. Um, overwhelmed by the Overwhelmed. Moms. And I think that's on purpose to yeah. kind of reinforce the fact that it's not just about this couple falling in love, but yeah. there's right. a lot other a lot other uh components to consider Mm -hmm. um when you look at the couple and when you're seeing a young couple in love the next image you always want to see is the back of a bunch of old people's heads (laughs) exactly (laughs) was it was there a machine was there a gun hanging off one of the guys yeah then you you see the bodyguards yeah yeah that's the bodyguards you see last yeah yeah neat so it's kind of a yeah a jarring image to leave it on um And then kind of similarly, when we get to New York, it's it's a, it's the same thing. You know, the shot starts outside and then it kind of is tracking through all of the bodyguards up the crooked staircase yeah. before you get to Sunny. Um, 
And so it's in kind of both scenes, it's these brothers are both very isolated and there's, you know, it takes a lot of effort visually to get to them. Hmm. So wow, that's that my good. little director hat. Yeah, I like that. And it's sort of, you point out that it's bookends. You see, you see the love and then the protection of, of the village. And then it segues to the protection, body, the bodyguard protection, and then the, the lovers. So it's that, that a palindrome. I don't know what you call it. Bookends, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That goes. Yeah. Mirrors. So awesome. What do you guys, uh, what do you rate this one? We got to, we got to rate the minute. So on a scale of one to five, we could say zero on a scale of zero to five with five being the best scene and zero being unwatchable. Come up with a number to just what you think of this minute. Let us know. Let us know. And don't say, yeah, we, what we do is count it in. So if I pick five, we go. We all together go one, two, and we we stop. On stop the at your number, but keep going if you rate it higher. Does that make wow. sense? Wow, yeah. And, and are you guys fair with your numbers? Have you given scenes zeros and ones? Well, one is as low as we've gotten. Okay, yeah, and we've given out a lot of fives. Yeah. Okay, everyone ready? Yep. One, one two, two, three. All right, you guys went three. I went three. I went two. Straight up middle of the road. Yeah. So stick around for the bonus content. Do we have any ideas yet for the bonus well, content? I think we have the very least. Max, are you going to stick around for the bonus content? Yeah, why not? I figure at least very least we can ask him more about Godfather mm-hmm. and other yeah. mob movies or whatever. Yeah, so. and mm-hmm. we always have more horoscopes and anagrams. Well, we have a cornucopia of delights at yeah. our fingertips. Please go and leave us a review on iTunes and Google Play and your Androids and Bumbles. Wherever you can. MySpace. What are some of the other social networks that they use these days? MySpace. LinkedIn. You guys reaching the LinkedIn? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. (laughs) I want to add everyone to my list of professional contacts on LinkedIn. Yeah, Yeah. a whole lot of LinkedIn, Senator. (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, so you can shoot us an email, godfatherminute at Mm gmail.com. And uh, until next time, there shall be no acts of vengeance. vengeance.